0: Hello ladies and gentlemen! I have some sad news to tell you first before we start. This is going to be the last podcast of the year, but let's kick this ending off with one last lesson. Today we're going to be talking about terrorism. Such an unsettling topic to discuss, but why is it so common today than 20 years before? So let's get started, shall we? Terrorism is more common today than 20 years ago because its increased fear in people corrupted the economy and ruined trading and tourism. Our first topic of the subject is, what is terrorism? Terrorism is the unlawful use of violence and intimidation in the pursuit of political aims. There's always been some sort of terrorism in the world. Judas of Galilee, leader of the Zealots and key influence on the Sicarii, believed that the Jews should be ruled by God alone. The Sicarii was an early Jewish terrorist organization founded in the 1st century AD with the goal of overthrowing the Romans in the Middle East. These tactics employed by the Sicarii were detailed by historian Josephus around 50 AD. He quotes, They would mingle with the crowd, carrying short daggers concealed under their clothing, with which they stabbed their enemies. Then when they fell, the murderers would join the cries of the indignation and through this plausible behavior, they avoided discovery. Wow. You'd think somebody would have seen it coming. Aviation has a long history and its development marks the beginning of international terrorism, as we all know and never forget 9-11. These attacks were a series of four coordinated terrorist attacks by the Islamic terrorist group Al-Qaeda against the United States. The attacks of 9-11 marked a turning point in world history and the beginning of World on Terror. As we all know, terrorism has raised a sense of fear in our lives. Terrorism creates a feeling of vulnerability in the country where the attacks occur. According to John Grimlich's article, since 9-11, Americans have seen anti-terrorism policies as a top priority, he writes. This sense of vulnerability is particularly damaging to trade or foreign direct investment because foreign nations always have a choice of conducting business with less terror-prone nations. Basically, what he's saying is that it's bad for business and can raise suspicion and corrupt to their business. Over more than 15 years and three presidential administrations, Americans have constantly said that defending the nation against terrorism should be a top policy priority for the White House and Congress. In a survey conducted in the fall of 2016, about half the U.S. adults, 49% specifically, said the bigger concern about the government's anti-terrorism policies is that they have not gone far enough to adequately protect the country. January of 2018, 73% of adults said defending the country against terrorism for Trump and Congress, making this one of the most frequently cited priorities, along with improving the educational system and strengthening the nation's economy. On to the topic of the economy. Evidence suggests that terrorism has had devastating economic impact on the Middle East, far outweighing that of the West. This extends far beyond the physical destruction of the Middle East as well. Terrorists have managed to take over critical industries such as oil. From terrorists targeting these oil facilities, they've caused multiple supply shortages. Although terrorism had no significant impact on economic growth for developed countries, it hurt developing countries badly. According to the article, Why We Need to Measure the Economic Impact of Terrorism in the Middle East by the World Economic Forum, ISIS controlled 60% of Syria's oil capacity and the group made almost $3 million per day from illegal oil trade in 2014. John Grimlich says the associated rise in security costs and loss in productivity of the workforce through damages to labor and capital are likely to reduce national income. Moving on to our last and final topic, trading and tourism. Terrorism has ruined trading and tourism for some countries. Terrorism also raises the costs of doing business with terror-affected countries. If terrorism disproportionately disrupts an import-competing domestic industry in a developing nation, that nation may be forced to turn imports for the good in question, thus raising rather than reducing trade. In 2011, before the Syrian Civil War entered its most destructive phase, 8.5 million tourists visited the country, adding almost $8.3 million to the nation's economy. In contrast, only 400,000 tourists visited Syria in 2014. A number of other nations, such as Tunisia and Egypt, have suffered similar declines in tourism in the wake of terrorist attacks, dealing a devastating blow to their economy. And there we have it, ladies and gents. I hope you all have a good summer. This has been Addison Shuklev, and thank you for tuning into my podcasts. Bye.